lockdown got you down? Well, don't worry, because I'm here to give you some recommendations of what to watch on Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, and Disney Plus whilst you're stuck inside. Plus, I review Vin Diesel's new movie, Bloodshot, Tiger King on Netflix, and Unorthodox, also on Netflix. So sit back and enjoy this special quarantine edition of Small Screen Stories. Hello and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. This is the podcast where I go through all the news of the week in the world of entertainment and pop culture and I also review some stuff every now and then. But this week is going to be a bit different because this week I'm doing a lockdown special where I give you some recommendations of what to stream whilst in lockdown. So we're currently all fighting COVID-19 by staying indoors, at least, I mean, the vast majority of us are. This means that we're going to have a lot more time on our hands to fill and uh, filling it can be rather difficult sometimes. But Luckily enough, we have uh, many streaming platforms. They were invented a couple of years ago, and they can help us from being bored in the house in the house bored. So let's start off by talking about the best things to watch on Netflix. So I'm going to start off with the best series to watch on Netflix, because that's what they're all about. And there are a heck of a lot of shows on Netflix to choose from. And what I did was I went through... Um, so. The other problem with doing with doing this sort of thing is that these streaming services, they all kind of vary based on where you are in the world. You can counteract that by having um, a VPN, which many people do. Uh, but I based this off what I can find on Netflix in the UK. Most of these shows are Netflix originals, so they should be available everywhere. Some of them won't be um, based where on where you are some people might be in the US other people in the UK other people in France you know other parts of Europe it, it does differ based on where you are but these ones that I'm going to go through so there are 60 shows it's a lot <laughs> a lot of shows and then I'm going to go over the 10 best ones uh, but 60 Netflix shows and they start off with The Good Place which I think is brilliant Sex Education Orange is the New Black now if you haven't watched Orange is the New Black then I don't know what you've doing because that show's been around for ages castlevania it's on season three now it's really good the spy is also very very good living with yourself money heist the it crowd friends is still on there how i met your mother is there as well better call saul the stranger safe dark the rain ragnarok good girls the staircase black mirror mad men kingdom avatar the last Airbender. yeah that's a a slightly odd one, but it is a very good cartoon. Attack on Titan, Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood. Brotherhood's the one you should watch. Ozark, Bodyguard is on there in certain parts in Europe. It's on, on I believe, on BBC in the UK, so it's not on Netflix. Peaky Blinders is on there, though. The Thick of It, Dairy Girls, The Umbrella Academy, Arrested Development, Mindhunter, Bojack Horseman, Sense8, Star Trek Discovery, Love, Love, sorry, Love, Death and Robots is also there. Fargo, The Punisher, Daredevil, Bloodline, Master of None, Stranger Things, Rick and Morty, Glow, Lock and Key, Lucifer, Power, The Crown, Jane the Virgin, Sherlock Holmes, uh, sorry, Sherlock, 13 Reasons Why, The Sinner, Scream, The Haunting of Hill House, everyone needs to watch that, Hannibal, The Witcher, Altered Carbon, Making a Murderer, Don't F with Cats, and Unbelievable. So there's 60 shows. So what I'm going to do now is go over the 10 best shows that you really have to watch. And these ones are mostly uh, Netflix originals. I think they, apart from one, they're all Netflix originals. So the ones you really have to watch. So 
those those are the those are the sixty shows that I think are great that are on Netflix. There's there's a lot of stuff on Netflix, but these are the top ten that I think you should really check out whilst you're in lockdown. And that's Ragnarok, which is fantastic. Money Heist, which is brilliant. Marianne, which is a French horror series. If you haven't watched it, I kind of understand it's very scary. Depends what you're into. If you're into horror, then I really do recommend that. If you're not, then maybe give it a miss. But I think it's brilliant. Castlevania is just a wonderful, wonderful anim- animated series um, based on a, a video game that I never ever thought could be brought to the small screen, but it's been done brilliantly. Love, Death and Robots, which is very strange, but it is worth watching. Every ep- ep- episode is a different story and almost like a different kind of art style. It's a really interesting show and they're making season two. I think it's coming out quite soon. Attack on Titan is a brilliant anime that I think if you're into anime, you'll love. Dark is a wonderful, wonderful um foreign language uh it's german sorry um kind of thriller sci-fi thriller kind of thing the rain is really good don't fuck with cats is i think the best um well actually before well recently there was tiger king was released which everyone everybody's watching now but before tiger king i'd have said that that the don't f with cats is the best um docuseries on netflix and then american vandal which was sadly um cancelled recently but is a very good kind of mockumentary we'll call it and those are the 10 shows that if you haven't watched one of them i really do recommend you binge watch it whilst you're in lockdown um the other thing that's on a lot of that's on netflix are are movies they have a lot of movies that have originals but they have a lot of um films that i mean aren't aren't netflix originals but this again is a bit difficult because it really the movies really do vary based on where you are in the world but i'm not going to go over the 60 this time i'm just going to go over the top 10 Uh, because there's a lot of stuff on Netflix. So really there's enough stuff to, you could just do this with Netflix. You don't really need Amazon Prime and and, uh, Disney Plus, which has recently been released. But I'm going to go over those anyway a bit later on. But So these are the top 10. My favorite films are on Netflix, I say. And uh, there are some brilliant, brilliant movies. But these ones in particular, I think, if you haven't watched any of these, really do do go out and look for them because they're brilliant. So there's Princess um, Mononoke, which is a um, it's um, a Studio Ghibli film. And I think personally, I think it's the best one. Basically, if you're in the UK and everywhere else in in Europe, you have got all the, the Studio Ghibli films on there now. I'd recommend that one over all the others. Dunkirk is on there, which I think is a fantastic Christopher Nolan film. Everyone should watch Dunkirk if you have the time. Ex Machina is also on there, and that's Alex Garland, an incredible sci-fi film. I think a lot of people really love that. Nightcrawler is a film that, when it came out, I thought that was the best film of the year, and uh, and it's also on there in the UK. The Raid is a really one of the best action movies on like ever made, I'd say, and it's on Netflix. Goodfellas is a film that everybody should watch. Call Me By Your Name is another film that's on there, on Netflix in the UK, which I think is really, really worth checking out. Ocean's Eleven is always a good film to watch. It's good fun. Roma, I think that's Netflix's best original movie. And then Step Brothers is a comedy. And it's a comedy that I think everybody has probably watched already, but it's always good to watch again. And then also the um, there are also some horror films. Netflix is a really good streaming platform for horror. And if you're into horror movies, which apparently a lot of people are doing at the moment, is watching a lot of horror movies. There are 10, these are 10 horror films that are on Netflix that I think everybody should watch. So there's A Quiet Place, there's The Cabin in the Woods, Apostle, The Invitation, Annihilation, Gerald's Game, The Ritual, The Wailing, Videodrome and Jaws. I was really surprised to see Videodrome and Jaws 
both on there in the, in the UK, but they are. And they're really, really worth watching. A bit old school, but, uh, you know, they're, they're some of the best horror movies ever made were made, like, back in the 80s and 70s. Uh, I think Jaws was the 80s. Videodrome definitely was. But they're all fantastic horror films to watch if you have the time, which I think everybody does at the moment because we're all stuck inside and the weather's brilliant, which is kind of annoying. But they're the 10 horror films that I think everyone should check out on Netflix. Moving away from Netflix and onto Amazon Prime, this one's a bit harder because it really does vary based on where you are. And also, I've got my gripes with Amazon Prime um, as, a, as a, a streaming service. I think it can be a bit tricky because they kind of just put everything in there if it's on Prime or if you have to... Um, to pay for it, to, to rent it. There is a little but, a button you can tick, so it just shows Prime um, Prime offerings. But there's a heck of a lot of stuff on Prime, so much stuff. So I'm gonna go over um, the movies, the, sorry, the series that I think everyone should watch. And I kind of, I really did stick to Amazon Prime exclusives here because there are some original Amazon Prime shows made that are really good. So the first one is Hunters, which is a, a series I kind of, I wasn't sure about it to begin with, but then I watched it and I was like, actually, this is really interesting. And I think um, the more people watch it, the more they'll realize how good it is. The Tick recently got canceled, but I think it's brilliant. The Boys, there's one season on there. The first season is, is really, really good. And that's a, an Amazon a, a original. The Man in the High Castle is something that I think a lot of people should watch. The Purge is on there as well. The Expanse is on there. And that's, uh, they've just released a new season. Mr. Robot, Bosch, Jack Ryan, Sneaky Pete, is also on there. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is wonderful. Good Omens uh, is uh, is also on there. Uh, Star Trek Picard. I mean, if you like... Uh, uh, Star Trek Picard is actually is, is wonderful. I think everyone should watch that. There's also The Grand Tour, if you're in, into that kind of thing. That's the um, kind of the new version of Top Gear, which is on, on Amazon Prime. And uh, Transparent and Bob's Burgers are also on there. And also, I'd recommend Swamp Thing. There's only one season of, of Swamp Thing, and that's the only season there's ever going to be, and that's also on Amazon Prime. And then uh, Preacher as well, the final one there. But out of all those, the one show that I think you should definitely watch when you have the time, which we all do now, that's now on Amazon Prime, is Firefly. And that's going to be my big recommendation of the week. Firefly is on Amazon Prime, and I think everyone should watch Firefly. That's... um. It's a show that was released on Fox originally uh, back in the early 2000s and it got cancelled after one season. So there's, there are only eight episodes. There aren't, you know, it's not that long. It's not a massive time sink. Like some of these shows I've just, um, I've just listed, there are, they're like on their fourth season. So that's a long, uh, you know, a lot of time to be spending watching these shows. There's just one season of Firefly. And if there's one thing you should watch whilst uh, you're in lockdown, I highly, highly recommend you go and watch Firefly. The other thing there is on uh, on Amazon Prime, like every other streaming service, is there are a lot of movies on Amazon Prime. And I'm just going to go over some of the films that are on there that you might not have seen and you didn't also probably didn't even know was on uh, Amazon Prime. And so one of the things that I think you should check out is The Lost City of Zed, which is on Amazon Prime, which I really, really enjoyed. And I think um, is a film that not many people watched when it first came out. And it's got a fantastic performance by Robert Pattinson. And I think everybody should uh, should try and watch that. And then the other the other movie is The Report, which came out last year, and it stars Adam Driver, and it's all about the investigation the investigation into the CIA uh, interrogations in two thousand and five. So how they in, uh, interrogated uh, 
supposed terrorists. It's a really interesting movie. And then the other one is It's a Wonderful Life is also on there, which is uh, always worth watching. Maybe wait for Christmas to watch that. It's a Christmas movie. Uh, and then uh, there are other films like Platoon is on there. The Florida Project's on there. Manchester by the Sea is an Amazon original, which I think everybody should watch. It's a really interesting film. The Handmaiden is on there, a 2016 film by pa, uh, Park Chan-wook, which is... Uh, He's the director of Old Boy, the original Old Boy, and The Handmaiden is a really, it's really intense Korean film. And then the um, the the thing I really wanted to talk about was the fact that basically they've recently just dropped all the pre-Daniel Craig James Bond movies onto Amazon Prime. And if you, I mean, I'm a massive Bond fan, and uh, I've it basically got me into cinema. And uh, if you, I mean, we all have the time now, and if you're interested in watching the the pre-Daniel Craig Bond films and not having to pay for all of them, which, I mean, they tend to release them all in box sets and they're really expensive. You can now just watch them on Amazon Prime. There's no better way to, to spend your time than watching James Bond movies. Uh, if if I were going to recommend some of them, I'd probably just forego all of the... Uh, um, I mean, the, the problem with Bond is I, I personally love James Bond, but there are lots of bad movies there. And I think a lot of them, are, I know this is going to, people are probably going to disagree with this, but uh, I do not like a lot of the Roger Moore Bond films. The ones I like, are, like GoldenEye, I think is brilliant. I actually have a, a massive fondness for um, The the World Is Not Enough and Tomorrow Never Dies. So a lot of the Piers Brosnan films I really, really loved. Actually, maybe Die Another Day, don't watch that one. That's pretty bad. But then... Um, then there are like the George Lazenby, one George Lazenby Bond movie on Her Majesty's Secret Service, I think is a fantastic Bond movie and actually really um, doesn't get the recognition it deserves because it, it, it stars George Lazenby, you know, who was Bond only Bond once. But as a movie, as a story, I think that's a really good Bond movie. And I think if you're going to watch one of them, I'd highly recommend that one. And, you know, maybe follow up with GoldenEye, which is... Um, just a terrific, terrific, probably the one of the best Bond movies ever made. I also really like the Timothy Dalton Bond movies. Uh, you, you've got uh, The Living Daylights and um, A License to Kill. They were the two uh, Bond movies that he made that I think are, I think they're really kind of dark. And it kind of it was dark before Bond ever really went dark. I mean, he went a bit darker in you know the Daniel Craig movies. I still think the best Bond movie ever made is Casino Royale, and I'll stand by that. I think, um, I mean, hopefully No Time to Die will be better than that, but we don't know yet. And then movies. There are a bunch of, uh, of there are a bunch of other movies on, on oh, there's so many. I was talking about Old Boy. So Old Boy's also on there that I think you should really, really watch. And then You Were Never Really Here is uh, the film starring Joaquin Phoenix, which I think is is really, really interesting and worth watching. So moving away from Amazon Prime and onto Disney Plus. So Disney Plus was recently um, made available to us here in the UK and the rest of Europe, apart from, I believe it's the Netherlands was the place that got it before everybody else in Europe. And I mean, if you're into Disney movies, then it's it's just a real treat. You've got so much stuff on there that's worth watching. But I'm going to go over some of the series first, because basically uh, you've got all of the original Disney Channel uh, series on there which are always i mean if you were uh, basically a kid <laughs> kid growing up in the 90s you'll remember a lot of these shows but 
I don't I think there's some stuff on there that's actually really quite good and a lot of it is Star Wars stuff so the Star Wars the Clone Wars is on there there's the Mandalorian with the first season of the Mandalorian although they're releasing that weekly uh, in the UK for some odd reason which means you're going to have to wait to until all the, the whole first season is on there but that, that's also worth watching and then there's Marvel's Runaways which is a really good Marvel TV show that doesn't get enough doesn't get enough love the world, according to Jeff Goldblum, is something that I think everybody should have a should check out because that's it's really really interesting. And then um, there's like a bunch of Marvel TV shows, like cartoons that I really loved as a kid, and I think many people will probably enjoy watching them again. It's a bit of nostalgia. So there's X Men, there's Ultimate Spider Man on there as well. There's The Simpsons on there. There's Ducktales on there. Boy Meets World, uh, Gravity Falls, The Muppets is on there as well. And uh, then there's the Big Hero 6 kind of anime TV show that's, I think, worth watching. And Star Wars Rebels. And then if you really want to, there's also Inhumans, which is terrible. But if you want to watch something bad, then go ahead and watch Inhumans. Movies is where I think Disney Plus really comes to its own, into its own. Because you've got all the Pixar films, all the, the Disney movies, and all the Star Wars films. So there's a heck of a lot of stuff on there. But I basically... I decided to just do 10 to the, the articles. The article is on small screen right now. So there, these are the 10 movies on Disney plus that I kind of made, made my priority movies to watch. So there's national treasure one and two. I kind of group those together, but I think they're great. There's 10 things I hate about you, which is a fantastic film. My favorite, um, actually Ratatouille's on there as well but I also I love Up so it's kind of difficult to choose between those but they're both on there all the Pixar films are on there Zootropolis is on there Thor Ragnarok I think is the best Marvel film and um, that's also on there Star Wars uh, The Empire Strikes Back is on there and I still you know I was I was almost going to put The Last Jedi in but then I was like nah you, you got to watch The Empire Strikes Back The Rocketeer is on there which is a fantastic movie talking about Timothy Dalton he's in that Big Hero 6, I think, is one of the best Disney movies, like animated movies ever made. Disney, not Pixar. Cool Runnings is also on there, which is a really fun movie if you want to learn about the Jamaican bobsleigh team. And then Holes, which uh, is is a film that's very close to my heart. I I saw it when I was quite young and uh, kind of it's uh it's a bit of a weird one, but it's it's always worth it's always worth a watch. And it stars uh, Shia LaBeouf. And it's one of his best films. And then um, I'm going to... I did talk about this before, but I'll do some special recommendations for things on each of these uh, these streaming services. So for Amazon Prime, my, I mentioned it before, my special, my special recommendation is that you watch go and watch Firefly. It's really, really good. Really, really good. For Netflix, uh, a show... It's a limited series that I watched recently. It's Unorthodox. It came out recently. And that's a really... It gives you a really interesting insight to... Um, kind of uh, the Hasidic Jewish community based in New York, um, in, in Williamsburg in New York. It's a really interesting uh, series. It's only four episodes and you can get through it pretty quickly and it's uh, it's fascinating. I binge watched it really, really quickly. And then for Disney+, Plus, my recommendation is Big Hero 6. I think everybody should see that film. I really, really loved it. And uh, I'll wa- I'm going to watch it again probably this week. The other thing that's happened recently, because of the because of coronavirus and what's happened, basically cinemas have closed down. So what this has meant is that there have been movies that have come out recently that we, I mean, they probably weren't going to come out for another few months on demand, but they've been released early by the by the movie studios. So 
I was going to go over all the all of the movies that you can now purchase on demand, and there are a lot of them, and um, that were in cinemas literally a month ago. So there's Onward, The Invisible Man, The Hunt, Emma, Bloodshot, Birds of Prey, The Way Back, The Gentleman, Bad Boys for Life, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Trolls World Tour. These are all the movies that are going to be made available on demand early. Out of those films, um, I, I think I've watched almost all of them apart from The Way Back, The Gentleman, and Bad Boys for Life. But I would highly, highly recommend you watch... I think Onward is is a pretty decent Pixar movie. It's not one of the best. The Invisible Man is brilliant. I love that film. And Birds of Prey, I really, really enjoyed Birds of Prey. I also really like Sonic the Hedgehog. So the thing is, you've got, you've got to purchase them, or you've got to rent them. So I think it does depend... Um, based on on which movie studio is um, putting them out there, but I think they're on about that you can rent them for about nineteen dollars, almost twenty. And once you start watching it, you have twenty four hours to finish watching the movie. But a lot of people have said this is quite expensive, which it is. It is expensive. It's not cheap. But if you think about it, you're basically getting a lot of these movies as they, you know, that that a lot of them were still in their cinematic release you know they're still in cinemas so if you think about it 19 dollars that comes to about probably about 14 pounds 15 pounds i'm not sure off the top of my head but um if there's more than one of you watching this movie then you've kind of made your money back if you think about how much a ticket costs at a cinema but the problem is you're watching it in your own home but i mean there are people that have very nice home cinemas uh but they're in, i mean also a lot of these if you if you're a lot of these movies, or maybe I think Birds of Prey might be better in a cinema. I think it's more kind of cinematic. But a lot of these films, they'd be fine on a computer screen, really. I don't. I watched Bloodshot recently, and I'm going to go into that in a bit more detail. But really, I don't think there's any need to go to a cinema to watch a film like Bloodshot. Maybe The Invisible Man, and maybe Birds of Prey. I mean, they're, I really enjoyed both of those films. So I'm going to start, the, I'm going to end the show by talking a little bit about Bloodshot because that was the movie that I watched uh, recently. And I was kind of, I'm a, I've been a, a Vin Diesel fan ever since watching the first Fast and Furious film. I've kind of, I have a bit of a soft spot for him. I don't really, <laughs> to be honest, I don't really know why, but I really enjoy him in like the Triple X movies. And um, I like, I liked him in the kind of early Fast and Furious movies. He's kind of become a bit of a caricature of himself. But his new film, Bloodshot, is based on a Valiant comic of the same name, which I really, really liked. And I was kind of like, when I heard that he was, uh, he'd was he been cast as as the lead, so it's, um, he's uh, like a, he plays a former Navy SEAL, I think, or like he's a guy in the military. I can't, he's called Ray. <laughs> But really, the problem with this film is you literally could just be like, this is Dominic Toretto, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's fine. He even wears the same shirts that he wears as Dominic Toretto in the uh, Fast and Furious movies. And it's this is one of the big problems I have with Vin Diesel is over the years, he really has just become a caricature of himself, and he's playing exactly the same character in every single one of his, his movies. Is this film terrible? Uh, no, it's just not very interesting. It's basic. If you've watched the trailer, you've watched the movie. That's one of the big problems with it. I gave it a four because I was a bit like, it's not. It's. I really don't think it's worth your time. I really don't think it's worth paying nineteen dollars for to watch. 
And the problem is, is that the comic is so interesting and there's so much good stuff in there that they just didn't bring into the movie at all. And they made it very much kind of the Vin Diesel show, which I understand it's Vin Diesel. Of course, they're going to do that if he's in the film. But it's just like the action sequences are boring. There's way too much slow motion in them. For some reason, the director is directed by a guy called David's, uh, David Wilson. And he loves a red lens. <laughs> it's like everything, every action sequence is shot and it's all like lit with this red kind of ear, supposed, supposedly eerie light. And I get it. He's called Bloodshot, Blood's Red. He's, his eyes go red. You know, he's got these, he's um, a character that he thinks. So again, if you've watched the trailer, you've watched the movie basically. But um, Vin Diesel's character, uh, he starts out the film, you know, he's going, he's on a mission and the he the mission is a, a success but then he goes home and the he gets caught by the villain and the villain then kills his his wife in front of his eyes and um then he wakes up in a in a weird he he's basically been shot in the head and then all of a sudden he wakes up and he doesn't remember anything and he's now in this kind of weird scientific place <laughs> i can't really explain it he's he's been he and he's being told that he's now got these nanobots in his blood that basically makes him indestructible and then he over time remembers what happened to him very actually very quickly and then goes off uh, in search of revenge and he's it basically turns out that he's being used to assassinate lots of different people thinking that this person he's murdered he's killing is the person who killed his wife whereas actually that's not true and, you know, it's it's a pretty standard kind of, you know, it's, it's not a difficult story. It's not, a, it's, they, they really did take the bare minimum from the comic. And, um, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, a lot of other stuff that happens in the comic. It's, it's a bit more nuanced. Here, it's very much, it's very in your face. It's very obvious. It's very, it's, you know, it's, there's not, it's not that difficult to follow, I suppose. But it's just, it's really nothing to write home about. There's not much going on here. There's, Honestly, I would not recommend this film. And that's what I said in the review, and that's what I'm saying now. I really wouldn't recommend you go and watch Bloodshot. If you're a massive Vin Diesel fan, then yeah, you might get something out of it. Guy Pierce is in it, and he's playing like the obviously kind of evil scientist dude. Uh, Toby Kebbell's in it for like five minutes. And I'm, you know, Toby Kebbell's an actor that I really, really like. And I just think he takes these, he's, I don't know, maybe he hasn't got a very good agent or something, but he gets some of these roles, and you think, God, why, why did you accept this? Like, I mean, he he gets to dance to. He he does a little dance at the beginning of the film to um, Talking Heads' Psycho Killer, and may, maybe that's then maybe they sold that to him, and he said, "Oh, I can do something interesting with that." I don't know, but it's um it's a very standard movie. It's like it's a very standard action film. Nothing nothing very special about it. Nothing very interesting about it. So yeah, I really really wouldn't recommend it. Things that I mean, I've recommended a lot of things, uh, but. I've said this before, Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime is really good. There are two seasons of that there. There are all the Studio Ghibli movies on Netflix that I really think you should go and watch. Star Trek Picard on Amazon Prime is great. The Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon Prime is great. Uncut Gems on Netflix, I watched that recently. That's a really good film, really interesting movie. There's loads of stuff to watch, um, you know, to keep yourself busy whilst you're in lockdown. There are, um, I'm I'm going to be doing more of these, uh, of these podcast episodes as well, so I'm planning on doing two two a week the next one will be more general news of what's been happening but a lot of it is things have been delayed because of coronavirus <laughs> there's a lot of that uh, there's also a lot of stuff about tiger king 
So if you haven't seen, uh, that's something I would recommend. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, go and watch Tiger King. It's a crazy, crazy show, docu-series, and it's uh, getting a new episode, I believe, next week. There's a there's a new episode coming out. And that's been watched. It's one of now one of the most watched TV series on, it's one of the most watched things on Netflix. It's got over 34 million views, which is uh, close to Stranger Things Season 3, which at the moment is the most watched thing on Netflix. Again, these numbers, they come from variety, um, so I do trust those numbers. But the thing with Netflix is they don't really make their numbers uh, available to people unless it's good. <laughs> so I think this is probably true. Um, but it's a, it's a weird time, and, the, uh, and all I can say at the moment is probably stay safe, stay inside as much as you can, and uh, fill up your time by watching movies, movies and series. There are also reading books. There are, you know, we've got this time now, playing video games as well. There's so, we have so much time on our hands now that it's time to go over the things we've missed and catch up. And, um, you know, Netflix, Amazon Prime and Disney Plus are there for you. And they're a good way to fill up time. So that was a lot to go through. And of course, I merely scratched the surface of everything that's on these streaming platforms. There's so much stuff on there. But go and check out Small Screen, which is at www.small-screen.co.uk for even more pop culture news, features and reviews. We've got lists on there as well, like the ones I've been talking about today. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at smallscreengb. And thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you back here same sometime within the, the week ahead the weeks ahead and as i said before stay safe and thank you so much for listening goodbye